Good morning. Welcome to Critter Tales. I'd like to share a story with you from my second book, Critters, Woods, and Water. Uh, the story is called Frog Feathers. I wrote this story one summer uh, when we used to live in the old farmhouse on Brink Hill Road up on a mountaintop outside of a little town called Cander in upstate New York. Well, there was a pond uh, just near the side of the house, and it was a pretty good-sized pond, nice big swimming hole. And in the in the summer, those frogs would be out there, be croaking away. And uh, one morning, I decided, I guess I thought I might like to write a story about the frogs in the pond. Well, one of the things I've learned as a writer is, you know, you have to take that pencil or your pen, and uh, you just have to get started. And once you get started, the imagination will just start it'll it'll take you places you won't always know where it's going to go but it'll take you off and if you like stories your imagination will take you into a story and so that's what it did with frog feathers now also i have a website it's called earthtalesandbirdsong.com that's all one word earthtalesandbirdsong and on that website I did some videos, the visuals of the storytelling. And Frog Feathers is uh, in the, on that video tab. So if you actually wanted to, to hear the story, but see me tell you the story, you could go to the website and it's there for you. But this is the podcast version of Frog Feathers. And it goes like this. Once upon a pond, a warm breeze blew across the water. The gentle wind created ripplets that shivered and rolled into small waves. All around the pond's edge, shoots of green grasses, tall reeds, and stalks of cattails waved to and fro. Hidden in the shallow waters were two frogs. They were called leopard frogs because they had spots on their greenish bodies that made them look like leopards. One of the frogs was big like a fist. The other frog was much smaller, but it looked just like the big frog. As a matter of fact, when the little frog grew up, he wanted to be just like the big frog. As the two frogs sat motionless in the shallow water with only their eyes poking above the surface, the big frog said, Dirt! The little frog he looked sideways at the big frog. Then he took a deep breath, and he echoed, Dirt! The little frog looked all around with his big eyes. He was hungry. The little frog asked the big frog, Excuse me, excuse me, uh, do you think we're going to get something to eat pretty soon? I don't know about you, but I'm starved. The big frog replied impatiently, Hush! up. Be still. Be quiet. You make too much noise. We can't hunt and jabber too. The little frog got very quiet, just like the big frog told him to. But when the little frog looked around, he could see all kinds of flying insects flying around in front of his face. He could see dragonflies, mayflies, damselflies, regular flies, he wanted to throw out his long, sticky tongue and catch some of those flying insects because he was a frog. That's what he ate. But he said to himself, Uh-uh, not me. 
I'm going to be a good little frog. I'm going to sit right here and be nice and quiet, just like the big frog told me to. Well, the little frog was so proud of himself that before he could control his enthusiasm, his wide mouth popped open and he blurted, Dirt! Well, the big frog turned and scowled at the little frog. Then the big frog lifted one of his big flippers and he kicked the little frog right in the belly. That made the little frog suck in a great big mouthful of water. So when the little frog went to tell the big frog that he had not meant to say dirt, that it had just popped out, when he opened his mouth to talk, the big mouthful of water <laughs> squirt out. The big mouthful of water sailed through the air. And when the big frog turned to scowl at the little frog again, the big mouthful of water hit the big frog right in the face. <clears throat> well, the little frog quickly turned away and pretended to be a serious hunter of flies and mosquitoes. At that same moment, back upon the shoreline in the tall grass, a mama bird, a bobwhite quail, came strutting along with her baby chicks. Quail are ground-feeding birds with short, stout beaks for cracking seeds. The mama quail was about the size of a small chicken. Her body was covered with beautiful shades of brown feathers with streaks of white, mostly on her breast. The mama quail stopped her baby chicks in the safety of the tall grass. She waited till they gathered quietly around her, and then she said, Listen, I'm going down to the pond to see if it is safe for you to take a bath and to get a drink of water. Stay here, please. Be quiet. Pay attention. I'll be right back. The mama quail turned and strutted down to the shore. With her bird eyes, with one eye on one side of her head and the other eye on the other, she turned her head one way and checked for safety. She turned her head the other way and checked for safety. And when everything seemed to be in its place, she went back to get her babies. But the mama quail did not see the big eyes of the frog that were watching her from beneath the surface of the shallow water. And once the mama quail was out of sight, the two frogs came back up to the surface, and the big frog said hungrily, All right! When that mama quail brings those baby chicks down to the water to take a bath, I'm going to get one of those baby chicks, and I'm going to eat it for my supper. The little frog cocked his head sideways, and he looked at the big frog. He said, uh, Excuse me, but whenever I ask you if frogs eat birds, you always say, No. The big frog replied, that's right. Frogs don't eat birds. The little frog scratched his head quizzically with his flipper, and he said, Well, wait a minute. How come, if frogs don't eat birds, how come you're a frog and you're going to eat a bird now? I'm a frog too, and I can't? The big frog scowled at the little frog and said, Hush up. Be quiet. You ask too many questions. 
The big frog turned toward the shoreline where he saw the mama quail coming with her babies. The big frog said, get down, get down. The two frogs disappeared below the surface of the pond. When the mama quail and her baby chicks reached the shoreline, they waded into the shallow water. They waved their wings and shook their bodies, splashing the water up into the air and up under their feathers. One of the baby birds, the smallest and youngest of the baby chicks, he wanted to go in the deepest. He waded right by his bigger brothers and sisters. The baby chick, when he got past his bigger brothers and sisters and had gone in the deepest, he splashed with his wings and he ruffled his feathers and he shook his body. But the baby chick was having so much fun, he wasn't paying any attention to what was going on around him. He did not see the big eyes of the frog that were watching him in the shallow water. The baby chick was having such a good time, he shook his body so vigorously that one drop of water splashed up off the surface of the pond. The drop of water sailed up into the air, and when the drop of water came down, it landed right on the end of the little bird's beak. And when the little chick looked down at the end of his beak at the drop of water, that's when the big frog broke through the surface of the pond. He threw out his long, sticky tongue right toward the baby chick. <laughs> the mother bird pleaded, run for your lives. Run, run, run. Get out of the water. Get out of the water. Run, run, run. All the baby birds turned to run to get out of the water as fast as they could. They, could, they wanted to get into the safety of the grass. But the youngest of the baby chicks the one who had to go in the deepest, right when he turned to run, the frog's long sticky tongue shot through the air. The frog's long sticky tongue wrapped itself in the feathers of the baby bird. And then the big frog began to pull on his sticky tongue, dragging the baby bird backwards through the water. The baby bird screamed, ee, ee, ee. The mama bird pleaded, flap your wings, flap your wings. But the baby bird was not listening to his mother. He kept looking over his shoulder. All he could see was the great big eyes of the frog. The big frog knew he had this baby chick. He pulled on his tongue. The baby bird screamed, ee, ee. The mother bird pleaded, Flap your wings, flap your wings, harder, harder. Finally, the baby bird listened to his mother. He flapped his wings as hard as he possibly could. And when he did, his tail feathers popped out. The baby bird shot through the air into the safety of the grass. But the big frog, who had his mouth wide open, when his long sticky tongue curled back into his mouth, all he got was a big mouthful of tail feathers. And then the big frog began to choke and to spit out the feathers. The little frog who had been watching all of this, he said quietly to himself, that's the strangest thing I have ever seen in my whole life. And when the big frog 
spit out one last big mouthful of tail feathers. The little frog, to be polite, he said, Excuse me, excuse me, when I get big like you, is that how I'm supposed to catch birds? And the big frog said, No! Well, a little frog looked up. All he could see was one little tail feather still floating slowly down toward the surface of the pond. So the little frog, he threw out his long sticky tongue. He caught that tail feather with his sticky tongue and pulled it into his mouth. He swallowed. And then he said, Huh, doesn't taste so bad. What's the fuss? And then the two frogs turned and swam away. And that afternoon, I went down to the pond to go for a swim, and I met that little frog. And it's while we were swimming together that that little frog told me that story so I could share it with you.